0: All right, welcome in. This is Corbett's Corner on a Friday. Uh, Again, we took Wednesday off because what has happened the last couple days, three days, really four days, or even dipping into last week if you got in that early, has been the stock market frenzy. It's been a craze. It's taken over the internet. The internet rules all. Uh, Memes, trending, you name it. Um, And I'm going to kind of dip into what I think is going on. Because there's a lot of people spreading stuff, a lot of misinformation, um, and so that'll be a little treat if you guys are interested. If you're not, feel free to skip ahead. Uh, we're still going to talk about a possible new podcast in the works that's coming up, uh, and then we're going to take a look at the NBA, and then the first huge Super Bowl bet has been placed. I just saw this. It's $2.3 million on a side on the number. Again, that number's three and a half, and the first big bet on one side has been placed. So that'll be at the end of this podcast. But first, what the hell has been going on in the goddamn stock market? All right. So basically, I'm just going to try and break this down as simply as possible. Uh, So there's been a certain amount of stocks, basically these stocks that are people have been telling us are bankrupt. And I mean, it's kind of common sense. Amazon's putting GameStop out of business. Nobody's ever had a fucking Nokia in years. Uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. Uh, There's just random stocks that basically Reddit, you know, the powerful, the powerfulness behind Reddit, this community that can get people um, behind them almost like an army. It's crazy. Uh, So they picked out these stocks. Why? Because, you know, it's, stuff from our past. You know, a lot of these guys are millennials like us. GameStop, we used to go to all the time. That was how we got video games when we were growing up as a child. Going to AMC when we were still in middle school, sneaking into movies, you know. These are childhood past memories that, okay, what everyone's getting in on this? Shit, I want to be a part of it too. It's really a phenomenon. So Wall Street is basically telling you, "No, the future's here. The future's Amazon." And they're not not wrong, but What Reddit did was say, no, look, we can buy this. We can get people to say, no, we're we're still going to save this company. We're going to buy this. We're going to show you how we're going to uh, manipulate you at your own game, create what's called a short squeeze. So basically, these hedge fund managers are just basically shorting. They're making money. It's a very seedy business, but it's how they make a living, and it's a very rich living, which is why people are kind of like they're the one percenters. Nobody likes the top dogs at Wall Street. So we're all ganging up like, hey. We're going to take you guys down. And there's some real power here. So Wall Street is shitting their pants. They have taken over Robinhood. I mean, that is the most blatant criminalcy I've seen ever. You know, like this probably all went on in 2008, too, but I was too young to comprehend that. You know, that was when I was 14. Uh, There was no way I could comprehend it, but I'm sure many, uh, you know, many 26 year olds in 08, 07. We're kind of like, what the hell's going on? A lot of people, you know, middle-aged people in the big short capitalized on, hey, this is all kind of a big sham. Uh, centralized banks, Wall Street, Uh, you know, it's very complicated, but basically they're getting the masses, they're getting retail traders, which is us, which is basically another name for millennials, everyone on the internet, everyone where that's where we go every day for our news, for everything, for our videos, for our streaming. Uh, You know, these old fat cats, these boomers, they don't realize that, but they are literally halting the market and making sure they get in on it. They're so damn slow. Everyone's going to cash eventually, unless you're shitting your pants, which you shouldn't be. Again, I'm not a financial advisor, but this is money that is discretionary income. We're using this to try and make money, right? If we lose it, this is that's fine. You plan for that. This is money. It's a little bit of a gamble. That's the stock market, right? And we're just kind of realizing like, hey, these guys manipulated how this gambling can be played, and now we're trying to get on it in on it too. And it's these guys saying, no, 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 this is our party, and now a bunch of people that you don't know are showing up, and they're getting a little bit uncomfortable. I'm getting worked up. This is audio only, but I had to shed the winner's robe as uh, I'm getting sweaty down here just talking about it. Okay, so what happened yesterday? So, of course, we're millennials. What are we going to do? We're going to go to an app that we like, that's accessible, that's easy to use, where we could see numbers. I'm a huge numbers guy. We could see movement for the stock. Uh, I'll kind of explain how sports betting is very similar to the stock market. And some of you are probably like, what the hell? Jesus Christ, now this sounds even more sketchy. But again, it's very interesting just how the game is played. So what happened yesterday? I'm on Robin Hood. I know they're crooks, but it's still easy to use. So I'm still using it, but fuck them. Uh, this guy, Vlad, this guy is a shady motherfucker. He literally went on CNBC and was reading like a hostage, reading a prepared statement uh, you know, just bullshit. He was selling us bullshit. He was he was a puppet put up there by the big players and all this. So what happened was the these guys are basically going to lose all their money, the hedge funds, because we have everybody. We have everybody. We're gonna slam this. You saw what happened to GameStop, four dollars to three hundred and fifty and counting. Um, AMC, you know, four dollars to fourteen. Now people are starting to because this is a trend. Everyone hears about it now, so people are trying starting to put out things to try and scare you to try and scare the retailers. You know, it's like what happens in sports. You hear all these conflicting reports when guys are in the trade market. uh, You know, oh, they want to ask this price, but it's just people putting out certain stuff to the media. It's all a game uh, trying to scare the other side. So which side are you on? Well, basically Robin Hood showed the real colors. They're based on Robin Hood stealing from the rich, giving to the poor, but they showed yesterday the exact opposite. So yesterday it got crushed because that was after a day that AMC was up 300%. So that was Wednesday. Everyone, their mother was cashing. Now I really wanted to get out at the end of Wednesday before after hours. And I didn't. And then I was kicking myself the next day because it tanked. But again, of course you see it. It's all a huge, as simple as this one day you're down, you're going to eventually bounce back, right? Unless a company is going absolutely bankrupt. And you see Barely any do. Like everyone gets bailed out eventually. It's all, you know, the American dream. Nobody's going to suffer immensely uh, uh, except us. You know, all the rich people get bailed out. We've been the ones suffering for them. Now we're not going to do that anymore. We're getting in on the game with them. So they're going to be pumping stuff like, oh, I think this is going to tank. Wall Street says this could go to $1. That's all propaganda from Wall Street. That's their side, trying to get you to sell when it's down. You can't panic when it's down. There's always going to be down days on the stock market, and then there's going to be great days on the stock market. More times good than not. I was one of those guys that sold right before the election because I thought it was going to tank, didn't know what was going to happen. Look look where it is now. I could have tripled my money. So I'm not falling for it this time. I'm holding my ground. And again, I ushered this in with I'm not a financial advisor. And I've got like 50K or sorry, about 45K in the stock market. This meme stocks is like not even 1% of my profile. You know, so this isn't the broader markets getting crushed today. But again, that's because Monday, we're going to have a huge day. That's just how it works. Um, So again, very small percentage of my portfolio. But I'm trying to get in on it because that's what everyone's trying to do. And this is the millennial gold rush. Want to be a part of it. But again, I'm not putting my life savings on a very small part of my overall investing portfolio. So again, I kind of want to be clearer on this, on what happened with Robinhood yesterday. So they are in bed with the hedge funds. Robinhood basically is a hedge fund uh, dressed as a stock trading platform for the people. Free market in air quotes, because it's not a free market, We show, they showed the, us yesterday. So Robinhood is the biggest platform for retail investors. How do you beat the retail investors? You take away the buy button. Robinhood yesterday only lets you sell. Now, smart people didn't fall for that. They held because we're up 50% and climbing again today. We're probably going to get tanked on Monday, or maybe we're going to hit the moon. Otherwise, you hold. But again, this is all your judgment. Um, I am holding personally, but again, I know people that got out today. And it's because of scare tactics. I, I think AMC is the real crown jewel here. I love AMC. I mean, they could really, they've, they're have they actually capitalizing on, on this. They are printing more stock. They could, Once the coronavirus is done, this has been so popular, who's not going to go support AMC? I love going to the movies in general. You've got big movie makers in Hollywood who would completely get behind this. They're trying to keep it in the movie theaters, not all streaming. Uh, so I really like AMC and all this, but again, some of these are also clear pump and dumps like BlackBerry has no idea what the fuck's going on. Nokia. Um, I mean, it's just so interesting, but what Robinhood did is they took away the buy button. So people couldn't double down yesterday because we would have doubled our money in AMC if we got the chance to double down. So luckily what we did yesterday was we hopped on Dogecoin, which sailed and again, got crushed today, but just hold, just hold. And cryptocurrency also never closes. That's what's crazy is. But now what Robinhood's doing, too, is criminal again. Today on Friday, they're halting trading of cryptocurrency. So you had to have gotten in, you know, before they could halt it. It's just crazy. So, um, again, I hope you enjoyed that. And if you didn't, again, you know, I'm still here for the sports. But, again, what we're trying to do here on the Dylan Corbett Podcast Network, Corbett Sports Entertainment, uh, CorbettSports.com, again, it's going to be done this weekend. I keep saying that. Who knows? But I did have a 30-minute call yesterday with a company that I think we might be collaborating with pretty soon. So I'm, the goal of this is to have menu options, right? We've got Winging It, which is super popular. Uh, our pop culture podcast, which comes out every Tuesday weekly. Brendan Duarte, Austin Platz, formerly our guy Aaron Platts, as well. Got to shout out him. Um and then we have sports talk, which is usually reserved for here, at Corbett's Corner, and we'll get to sports here in just a moment. But again, we are possibly, and then of course, Corbett's Daily. Yes, let's cash. Um, here's how the stock market kind of coincides. You can follow the money in the stock market. There's a way. Uh, excuse me, follow the money. Yeah, in the stock market and in sports betting. There's a way you could be profitable at sports betting. It's if you're hitting it at sixty percent, and again, it's just picking and choosing your spots. But you got to follow the guys that know what they're doing. Um. And in this case, on the stock market, the guys that know what they're doing is not only Wall Street, but now the older guys are, it's the new guard versus the old guard. The guys that know what they're doing now, they're showing you they know what they're doing. It's the internet. Um, That's what's crazy. But again, with sports betting, you could find on the internet where the big money is going. Um, And that's how you could be profitable at sports betting. Again, with sports knowledge combined with, hey, research, numbers, studying, um, just keeping up to date with everything. That's how you get profitable. That's how you stay in the stock market. That's how, like, this week – I got in on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on all these stocks that people are texting me they want to get in on today, Friday. I mean, you you missed out. I don't think it's too late, but you you could have really, if you were on top of this, you could have. And again, that's what I'm hoping to do. So basically, what I'm debuting here is a new podcast, which is going to be just one or two times a week, and it is not for everybody. It's a menu option. If you are interested in that, please subscribe, rate, review, check it out. If you're not, you know, please subscribe, rate, review, and then check out the podcast that you do enjoy. So what I want to do with this new podcast is basically a market roundup, just kind of talk about trends, just really news and then different stocks we're looking on. So what I'm noticing is a lot of you are starting to get interested in This is the new social media trend is, holy crap, I got to get in on the stock market. What are people talking about? AMC, what's over here? What's over there? Wait, we're making money? I got to get on this. It's like sports betting. That's why we do sports betting every single day. Um sports talk is still huge sports are still bigger than ever but now finance is starting to reap into our generation as we're beginning to take over so like tuesday mornings kind of want to drop again shoot us some requests or uh suggestions for what this name should be best i could come up with well, was uh, core trades uh no that was from my mom i don't know we're still workshopping it but basically again much like our sports talk much like our sports betting voice from the fan, for the fan. I'm going to get in guys that I'm talking stocks with every day, mostly my friends. Um, But we're also going to, we're partnering, excuse me, uh, this company I've been talking with, we're going to be doing some cross-promotion because they do uh, primarily day trading, stock trading, just et cetera. They're big into finance. So Option Goats Trading LLC, I've been put in touch with them, had a 30-minute call with them. They are coincidentally also interested in sports betting, so that's how they kind of got put in touch with me through a mutual friend. I uh, reached out. We had a phone call. And again, we're still in continuing talks, but using each other's platform. Here's the other thing, Discord. I, I've been seeing it. I haven't gotten in on it. They invited me to get in um, as part of this cross promotion. So what we're trying to do with this is I would they would promote our stuff. They would promote Corbett's uh, on their platform, on Discord, and they would have us on to talk Basically sports betting to their audience because they're interested and they don't really know about it because it's a little untapped for their uh vice versa. They've been in finance for five years, where I've been in sports betting for five years. So I'm trying to pick their brain about the finance world, which I'm now getting into, and vice versa for them. Now that sports betting is getting legalized in each and every state, they're trying to pick our brain, my brain, about sports betting. So you're going to be seeing some new voices from this company on this new podcast, which again, shoot me some suggestions, maybe in the review column how about that for what this should be called uh, a little finance just like for you know it's like those books that we used to see when we were younger finance for dummies uh, you know we're just going to cut it up like a couple of menches, talking finance uh, and again, we're not going to try and overwhelm you with some menu option once, a, you know, every Tuesday or Thursday, or something twice a week, just to keep you informed and in what's going on so you don't miss out on the latest trend. So that's the, you know, big surprise. We got a new podcast here. Rate, subscribe, review. I love you guys. Thanks. All right. Let's get to the sports um, NBA, yes, the 76ers, plus 550, how about that? Still in first place. Uh, no, again, it's nice that they're still up there. They're a good team. I like what they're doing with Doc Rivers, Embiid, Simmons, the crew, Daryl Morey, um, but the Bucs and Nets are coming, <laughs> and I know that, okay? So Bucks and Nets are coming, but I think those are the top three teams in the East. How about the Eastern Conference champions, the reigning Eastern Conference champs? Uh, the heat are in trouble. They've lost five straight. They don't know what's going on with Jimmy Butler. And that's I just posed that question on Twitter. What is going on with Jimmy Butler? Uh, you know, he's lost weight. It's health and safety protocols. We know that COVID hits people in different ways. Some people, you know, get myocarditis, some people get hospitalized, some people are asymptomatic. And I just I again I just hope he's all right. I just am very concerned. I want to know. I want answers. Um I think that's a little bit underreported. What the hell is going on with Jimmy Butler? But the Heat are in trouble, not only because they've lost five straight and they look like they're going to miss the playoffs. I think they will uh, if they don't get their best player back. They missed out on Giannis. They missed out on Harden. Are they going to get Bradley Beal? Why would they go get Bradley Beal if the season's pretty much toast, if Jimmy Butler can't get back? Um, The Cavs are good. The Hornets are good. This is a very improved Eastern Conference, so – Uh, The defending Eastern Conference champs, we might not even be talking about for much longer. They are in trouble. Um, And again, here's something interesting, too. Last thing on finance is a lot of these guys that are in on hedge funds that, uh, you know, Steve Cohen with the Mets, you've seen his name flow around. He bailed out that company, Melvin, that went bankrupt thanks to GameStop. Um, you know, they're the ones manipulating the market for so long. They got rich doing it. Now they feel threatened. They're trying to manipulate it even more, scare people. Um, Michael Jordan in, coincidentally might be in trouble because he is in bed with these guys. Uh, you could see some big ownership changes due to the change of the guard In the stock market right now with volatility so that's one last note there that keep an eye on that in terms of the sports and business world crossing over together there is a ton of crossover there uh this guy chamov right who everyone's starting to rally behind he's for the people he's with elon he's with us uh he's the owner of the warriors you know Uh, he's the, the reason the warriors have really ascended to one of the most profitable franchises and lucrative franchises in the nba Um, Okay, let's wrap up with the biggest bet so far on the Super Bowl. Again, Super Bowl Sunday is a week and a couple of days away. Uh, You know, the virtual Pro Bowl this weekend. uh, Yeah, we'll check that one out, right? Um, $2.3 million was bet on the Buccaneers, plus three and a half. I'm worried. I I still like the Chiefs. The number's interesting because you got the hook involved on the number, the key number of three um so i've got my chiefs plus 330 bet that i took uh, pretty much at near the beginning of the season uh for the chiefs to repeat i did hedge out with bucks money line why not their dog um but the number is interesting i'm going to lay a lot of props super bowl sunday is the best time to bet we're going to have a lot of content for you for that um and excited hope you enjoyed this this is corbett's corner on a friday check out corbett's we'll have a new guest better coming up it's drew Hitson. who has been hot of late. He's got a great story of a crazy parlay hit uh, on conference championship weekend. So check out the newest episode of Corbett's Dropping later this afternoon. Hope you enjoy Corbett's Corner, winging it. Make sure to check that out. Catch up if you haven't. We'll have Corbett's Corner again on a Monday. And then also keep out an eye for the newest uh, unnamed podcast, Diving into the World of Finance, here on the Dylan Corbett Podcast Network. Take care, folks.